definitely human. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to the International Worldwide Global Biscuit Review Podcast, a podcast for the post-hope generation. I'm David Price. And I'm David Knight, and this week we're reviewing Viscounts. Um, no, um, actually we're not. Yes we are, Dave. No. It says right here on the script, Viscounts. No. Um, Viscounts, Viscounts, am I, am I pronouncing it incorrectly? Uh, I believe it's Viscounts, but it's not material to this week because we're not reviewing them. Uh, okay, what, did something happen, or...? <laughs> Um, there has been a pre-production malfunction. Oh, okay. And I'm not going to point fingers anyone. You know, I think I'm not going to play the blame game. Mm-hmm. doesn't get us anywhere. Usually when I you just, say that, it's actually your fault. No. Because uh, usually you're very quick to play the blame uh, game. Old blame game Dave, they call you. Everyone calls that, you that. That's, that's an ironic name because I never play the blame like game. little John. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's the same thing. <laughs> so there was, there was a problem and the biscuits could not be acquired in the necessary time span. So the, they didn't have any at Sainsbury's? Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I couldn't comment at this stage. Okay. As there are still procedures. Really wish you had told me this before I dressed up as Admiral Samuel Hood, first Viscount, Royal Navy officer. Um, well, it's it's a good costume. Um, yeah. Did you spend a lot on it? It's probably the most money I've spent on a costume because uh, it's like a nice Navy uniform, like one of those old school Yeah. Ones. Do you think you'll get much wear out of it after this show? I mean, maybe some places in London I'd probably. I mean, the fit stockings. In. Maybe if you just replace the trousers <laughs> and the stockings with just regular jeans, but then you can keep the frock coat and the, yeah. the like. The ruffled neck is like quite nice. I think it brings out your jawline. I, I mean, it's a good. I like the look. I kind of mostly yeah. got it just because I liked the look. I don't really know okay, well, much about then. Samuel Hood. Uh, he led the British fleet to victory at Battle of the Mona Passage in April 1782. Classic. <laughs> but uh, he died at the age of 91, which is oh, pretty good for, that's pretty good. for 1816. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, so um, for him. hats off to Samuel Hood, or should I say Hood's off. Okay. Okay. Um, well, maybe... Hopefully one of many jokes in this <laughs> week's episode. 
Well, maybe you can find a way to work that costume into the biscuit we're actually going to review this week. <laughs> okay, um, which is which is going to be even better. You know, I'm like I'm I'm glad that hasn't worked out because it's going to be way better. Uh, <laughs> this week we are reviewing Nabisco's Barnum's Animal Crackers. Animal Crackers. Yes, these are from America. These okay. are like iconic animal crackers. The iconic animal crackers. I've never heard of these. Well, that's because you're not from America. Oh, right. Okay. And you're not as immersed in American culture as I am <laughs> after my 10 days in Florida. <laughs> I basically have a complete reading on Americans and American culture. I will soon be publishing a 10,000 word long read on why America voted for Donald Trump based okay. on my... I was wondering why you were wearing that hat. Based on my four days at Disney World. Because I, I, I understand like the soul of America. You get it now. now. I do, you're yeah. an American file. I'm a tourist who went there to a tourist area for 10 days and now I, I understand those people. What could be more American than that? Exactly, yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kind of like spoiled the end of my piece. That was, that, that was going to be the conclusion. <laughs> We're too in tune. That's yeah, the problem. That's we spend problem. too much time together. We finish each other's... Drinks. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so yes, these are Barnum's Animal Crackers. So America's going to know what these are. So this is actually an episode where I have to explain for British audience ah, and other people who are not in Britain or America. Idea. Yeah. Who are the rest of the world. So they come in a red cardboard box. Nice little shake on that. Mm -hmm. And on the box, they have pictures of animals uh, in a, what I guess is meant to be a circus. So we have a tiger and a tiger cub, a hippopotamus and a hip, baby hippopotamus. <laughs> How hip is this hippopotamus? <laughs> Pretty darn hip. It's wearing a gold chain. What's uh, you cussing? This is a family show. <laughs> A giraffe. Okay, so I'm not gonna say that. I'll just like, take us right. They all have babies with them. A giraffe, zebra, mm -hmm. um, lion, polar bear, gorilla, and elephant. And those are all the animals. Yeah. Well, it's those are the, those are the animals on the box. And they're sort of celebrating the circus, and it's they're kind of basically celebrating just... man's dominion over nature. <laughs> yeah. Well known for its kind of animal cruelty. Yeah, exactly. They're kind of like pro circus. Um, so it's kind of a um, an anti PC kind of biscuit, I think. <laughs> That's you know? so American. Oh, very. They yeah, hate yeah. That stuff. Exactly. This is not a uh, this is not a biscuit for snowflakes, David. <laughs> <laughs> if you like uh, if you like your animals wandering free on the plains of Africa, stay away from the Barnum's yeah. animal crackers because they want to see them behind cages for our amusement. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before we get into some bit of background. I mean, this is, this is a pretty big cracker. There's loads of information. So first of all, while there's only eight animals on the box, apparently there's dozens of them, but only one cracker has the animal wearing clothes. The monkey wears trousers. Is that because the monkey's too close to man and they... <laughs> it's like they've taken the shame associated with original <laughs> sin and, and recognize, Adam and Eve recognize their nakedness. Yeah. And combine that with accepting evolution that yeah, monkeys are close to men. And they synthesized it into like a weird shame evolution <laughs> mashup, which is like kind of progressive. Maybe that that is the way re America can reconcile, reconcile itself with its kind of, you know, religious. By putting issues. trousers on a monkey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're going to say, okay, we, we, we accept evolution, but we also say that the animals should feel ashamed. If monkeys are capable of sign language, then presumably they know thyself and therefore have original sin. They they know shame. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've eaten of the forbidden fruit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now they have to wear trousers as, as a result. <laughs> I think that's what happens in the Bible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Yeah, that, that was Adam's punishment. I ate the ate the apple, and then he had to wear ill-fitting khakis for the rest <laughs> of his life in big, clumpy New Balance shoes. But uh, while these aren't American biscuit staple, uh, they actually originate in Britain. Oh, really? Yeah. So animal-shaped biscuits were imported to the U.S. in the late 19th century, um, and people went well for them because mm. why wouldn't you? I mean, didn't America originate in Britain as well? They did. Yeah, it did as well. So, Little known fact. Yeah, Britain gave birth to America. They did not exist, like, even in a landmass form. It's, this, is, this is what we're taught in school, though, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's kind of like America probably has, like, weird customs and etiquettes that they learn from a very young age. I think they, like, they have to eat the flag every day. Is that a, a, an American uh, custom? I believe you salute it, kiss it, eat it. Yeah, whereas we're, we're taught the correct history, which is that Britain physically constructed America out of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then and then very kindly allowed the people who were living there to manage it for themselves and we don't even have a flag I not that i'm aware of i've never seen one anyway um i mean wales does there's a fucking dragon on it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a pretty goofy looking dragon yeah it kind of is yeah. <laughs> but because they were so popular because the animal crackers were so popular in america they were like animal cruelty love it love it this is gonna catch on this to be big and it was one one thing though we do need to put trousers on that monkey <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We are a nation founded by Puritans. Yeah. And we will not stand for this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they saw these and they're like, oh my goodness, all these animals in a zoo. This is disgusting. The monkey's naked. <laughs> and then you put the trousers on it and it's all fine. Um, so they first made in America in 1871, with the most famous maker being the National Biscuit Company, aka Nabisco. So then in the Early 20th century, Nabisco started branding Barnum's animal crackers using the popularity of bullshit artist uh, P.T. Barnum. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. They he didn't was have... a circus man, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, yeah, yeah. But he didn't have, like, any actual relationship with these crackers. They were just like, yeah, we, we, we like his name, we're going to use it. But I get it, like, you know, circus, yeah. animals, Barnum. But he, he is kind of known for being, like, a huckster and just, you know, yeah. hyping up something which is not actually that great. A great showman, but, you know, all about the show, not necessarily about the content. They're well-known, and something I found out when I went on Amazon, because there's a lot of angry people. They were made, and they had, like, a string on the box, which was first made, so it could be hung in a Christmas tree, which I don't know how that works. It's a pretty fucking big box. And that was kind of part of their whole branding identity. Right. A couple of years ago, got rid of the string. Replaced it with this, like, Ooh, cardboard handle. So yeah, they na- managed to just, like, obliterate, like, 110 years of, you know, identity and tradition to save, like, you know, a couple pennies. Make Probably a, le- a fraction of a penny. Sort of looks a bit like a Happy Meal now. Yeah. So that was uh, capitalism at its best. But I mean, how, works. to be fair, how many people were killed by strangulation from that small piece of string. There, there was one hypothetical person. You know, someone complains, you know, this string is dangerous. Why? Well, he could have strangled himself. Did mm. he? No, he didn't. It's a bit like in, in sports where, you know, a pit, you know, you get someone running on the pitch during the match and, you know, half time you get a commentator being like, that's, uh, no one wants to see that. First of all, everyone wants to see that. Are they are they like running with scissors or what's the? No, they just run on the pitch. Sometimes you know they got their top off or something. Oh, they just okay. only run on the pitch um, for a laugh. Right. And then you know you get the commentators saying something like you know, but what about if he had a knife? <laughs> <laughs> well, what? Well, you know, what about the helicopter? One of the TV helicopters crashed into the ground. You know, there's lots of bad things which could happen, but it's never happened. Yeah. You know. I see what you're saying. So we should be afraid all of the time of things that we can't even conceive of happening. Yeah. Because th- anything could happen at any moment. Yeah. Things which either haven't happened or are 
happens so rarely, they're statistically never going to happen mm. to you. We should be absolutely terrified of them. Yeah, the sort of things that are so rare that they would make like the cover of a newspaper or something. Mm. Yeah, shame we're not though. Shame that we only focus on you know the things which really do kill us, like bad diet and what have you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so this pretty old biscuit, but they have moved with the times. Uh, in the 1990s, they released an endangered species limited <laughs> edition, and <laughs> Greg Price, a product manager at Nabisco at the time, told the New York Times. What do people like about animal crackers? Biting off the heads. Our hope was that children will line them up, match them up with the names of the box, learn about them, and then decapitate them. <laughs> <laughs> I like Greg. I like Greg. <laughs> it's also one of the few biscuits to cross over really into popular culture. Okay. The Marx Brothers released a film called Animal Crackers in the 1930s. And um, in 1998, another absurd film featured them, uh, Armageddon. <laughs> there was a scene I'm sure you remember very well where hunky oil driller Ben Affleck playfully marches them across Liv Tyler's belly in a scene before he goes up into space and saves Earth I don't remember that is that the one with the uh, tidal wave there's probably yeah let's just say yes <laughs> almost certainly yes yes okay. let's say yes um, and last year there was an animal crackers film what just straight animal crackers about animal crackers yeah it's about a young couple um the husband hates his job uh, which is testing dog biscuits they inherit a rundown circus for reasons of creating a story to watch and a box of magic crackers and when you eat them you turn into the animal oh my god um circus leader voiced by daniel devito says this <laughs> means they can get people to come again because they want to see animals at the circus so it's yeah it's a it's a pro having animals in the circus <laughs> film it's another in 2017 it's yeah. another pro animal <laughs> cruelty film <laughs> yeah This is like when Finding Nemo came out and people, like kids, went and bought lots of clownfish, which is exactly the opposite sort of message of the film. Yeah. Like, yeah. What is this going to do now when its actual message is, no, this is fine. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is great. It's like, remember Dumbo? Like, wasn't that great? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't think it, it did very well. But I, I don't want to take, like, positions on animals in the circus where it's a pro or con because I don't know the circus very well mm -hmm. and I wouldn't want to offend any of our listeners because uh, <laughs> I know there are a lot of clowns who listen to this show I said <laughs> I know there are a lot of clowns who listen to this show um, so shall we try these storied biscuits then yeah Okay. Yeah, you've built it up so much. Like, I know, yeah. From not knowing anything about them, I now feel like I know far too much about them. Well, I feel like I've kind of gone full Barnum on this. I've really <laughs> given you the pitch, haven't I? <laughs> yeah, I've really, really yeah. Roll up, roll up. Try my animal crackers. Decapitate a tiger. Yeah. Yeah. Before we get started, I'd just like to issue a quick apology. Oh, what have you done? Uh, in the last episode, I talked about the Trojans building a horse. Yeah. It's actually the Greeks that built the horse, not the Trojans. Okay, you wouldn't want to offend any Trojans listening today. That's the thing. After yeah. you were saying about clowns, it's like I feel like I should get this off my chest. So if there's any Trojans listening, uh, it was it was all down to those treacherous, sneaky Greeks. Yeah, I'd also like to apologize to Peter as well. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Apolog sorry, Peter, Peter. You yeah. should look horses in the mouths yeah. if Greeks give them to you because they just cannot be trusted. Yeah, and if you heard what he said and you're upset, then I'm sorry that you were offended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the scumbags apology <laughs> okay then let's let's get into these I, I can't wait anymore well you say you can't wait anymore but you haven't actually told me what costume you're 
wearing. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. Sorry, yeah. I'm so excited. I, I know. Wow. Your grubby little hands are like grabbing at the box. But, you know. Okay, then. So you're dressed in a suit. I will restrain myself momentarily then. Um, well, yeah, unlike you, I got the memo about <laughs> the, um, the last minute. No, the the well-planned change mm-hmm. to this week's biscuit. Sure. Um, and I have updated my costume accordingly. And kind of, you know, the box has all these caged animals. <laughs> yeah. So I've dressed not as an animal, because that would be absurd, you mm-hmm. know. But as someone who has who was kind of caged, you know, in their life um, and was a bit of a political animal, I okay. might say. Okay. And a bit like the animals you might see in the circus, they were kind of... Um, degraded and turned into just a thing for entertainment and had their sort of agency taken away from them. Um, they were mocked and abused, which is what I do when I go to the circus or <laughs> yeah. the zoo. Um, <laughs> so, you, know, you go to a zoo and you just sort of like hand motion jerking off at the, uh, pretty much, the I, animals, kind of like giving them the finger. Like, Yeah. I mean, quite often it's, they're pretty much the only entities that I feel superior to. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. It's, it's my chance to get a bit of an ego boost, to feel, <laughs> to feel superior over the baboons who are like in a, in a cage. So yeah, so someone who was treated like a caged animal in a way, mm. um, it's George Bush. What? No, I'm kidding, it's Richard Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the old Baton mate. Yeah, yeah, the old Baton mate, yeah. <laughs> Okay then, so should we do this? Yeah, let's do it. All right then. Oh, it's like, it's quite fun. This is like a little present you're opening, you know? Mm. Would you like to open the other side of the handle? Uh, okay, yeah. Okay. So, I like, yeah, I don't want to open the whole present on. So what am I, like just, this? Yeah, just kind of pull it up. Yeah. That's oh, nice. There's it's like go, a yeah. thing we did together. Yeah, it's like, it's like a, sh- oh, okay. Like a shared experience. Yeah. So we, they, they come in a foil package. For some reason I thought they'd be loose inside the box. Probably good that they weren't there. No, because then it'd be all soft. Okay, it looked uh, pretty underwhelming. Oh, they smell like you know when you lick an envelope and you kind of get the smell of the glue. Mm-hmm. That's what they smell like. And you stick your nose in the bag. I don't lick envelopes. What? How do you see on the envelope then? I lick my finger and then trace it along the. Do you really? Line. Yeah. I don't want to lick an envelope. That's gross. That is an insane thing to do. <laughs> 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 we all have you must have you must have to get quite a lot of saliva on your finger to do this not a problem for me would you do do you do have you ever done this in public like in a post office or anything no okay <laughs> <laughs> not to my rec i mean i never thought of it as weird until you've just said that now okay i think you're literally the only person i've ever heard of doing this listeners if any of you uh seal your envelopes in interesting ways uh please get in touch don't let David feel like he's on his own because right now he is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What what animal have you got? I think. Um, oh, I don't know. I think maybe the heads come off this one. I can't really tell. I think I've got the monkey in the trousers. Oh, have you really? Yeah. Oh, lucky. <laughs> okay, I've got an elephant. I know what this one is. This this one looks like um, it looks like a mole with its head cut off. So it's not very appetizing. The elephant though. Um, yeah, it kind of looks like an elephant. I. Trunk looks a little bit weird. How's your monkey looking? It's fine. It's kind dignified. Of, sort of. Does it look shamed? It looks contemplative. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't say the elephant looks particularly majestic. It looks kind of scared. <laughs> <laughs> like the, there's like an accent on the eyebrow, which makes it look a little bit scared. Oh yeah. What's going on with its ears there? It's got like markings on its ears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, that's probably from the bullwhip, the <laughs> Mr. Barnum uses. <laughs> but I'm certainly feeling like I control the animals right now. I mean, they're so small. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to bite its head off? Yeah. So it's actually kind of unpleasant. Mm. I'm definitely getting a bit of uh, envelope glue with this one. <laughs> yeah. I, I know what you mean. It's like kind of at the back of your tongue mm. kind of thing. First of all, you get the glue smell, and then you bite it. And then as you chew it, it starts to get a bit sugary. Mm. And you swallow it, and then you're just left with that envelope glue aftertaste. Now that you've said that, I can't get that thought <laughs> out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you've been missing all those years. While you've been using your finger to, <laughs> to close envelopes, you could have been enjoying this. I usually just send an email, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't trust electronic technology. Uh, no, I don't because the CIA reads all of my emails and I don't <laughs> want them to know my precious secrets. So I put them in the post where absolutely <laughs> no one can interfere with them. It was so small, it was kind of nothing. It was just kind of like a bit grit. I'm going to have to have another one, I think. Yeah. Um, this one is a bear, maybe? Okay. The... The ingredients, the chemicals and stuff, they don't look any worse than any of the other biscuits you have, but they've really managed to bring out... Nabisco have really brought out the chemical mm. taste. Do you remember those um, little biscuit things that had, like, the sort of teardrop-shaped sugary icing thing oh, on top? Oh, um, ice jams or something. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of like the biscuit of an ice jam. Which is the worst part. Yeah. Yeah. Why are these popular? I why have they literally can't even they... imagine because these are not very nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It's. I think it's probably going to be down to the animals, isn't it? Because I did enjoy eating an elephant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you felt pretty powerful eating the head of an elephant. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's pretty much the biggest ego boost I've had for a long time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they just say on them that they're a good source of calcium, though. Mm. Who says that? Um, P.T. Barnum. Trust, tr trustworthy, <laughs> trustworthy straight shooter P.T. Barnum says they're a good source of calcium. <laughs> can you can you score it? I'm gonna go with a two. Okay. It's like it's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't like it, mm. but it's not like I'm I'm not like retching or anything. Um, I'm gonna give it a solid one. Wow, really? Yeah. I, I, because I, I enjoyed the box, you know, they were, you know, I oh, loved okay. the packaging, the story behind it. I was, I wouldn't say I was excited, but I was like, okay, you know, they put on a bit of a show. This is definitely going to match the hype. I think you were like a bit all more... the superhero films I love. <laughs> you were more taken in by the, by the sort of charm of it than I was, I think, at the beginning. You yeah, set, definitely. You set yourself up for a fall there. Exactly. I thought this is something that I can believe in and can bring me happiness. And they're disgusting. I was kind of mistrustful from the beginning, I think. I see. Like, little I'm biscuits shaped like animals. What are you trying to sell me here? Yeah, yeah. It, it, this feels like misdirection to me. Like, hey, look I, at this. I it's think an animal. it is. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Fun, fun, fun. I don't pay too much attention exactly. to like, what it actually tastes like, which is not very nice. It's like the, the biscuits come up to us. It's kind of put its finger behind your ear and pulled out a pan. Yeah. I've gone, oh my God, a pan. This is amazing. You've gone, <laughs> you must have had that in your hand to begin with. Yeah. It's physically impossible for you to produce a pan from my ear. And that's what I do like when I go to like parties, mm. like events, like weddings and things. Sometimes they'll have a, a magician who comes around just to sort of like lighten the mood and kind yeah, of like yeah. get people talking. I'll immediately say, well, you've just, You've pointed that card in my direction because yeah. you knew that was the one you wanted me to pick up and I'm not going to pick up that card. I'm going to pick up this other one that you didn't want me to pick up yeah. just to make it difficult for you. And now you're going to be in this moment where you're kind of flustering and it's kind of awkward for everyone and no one's having a good time here, but I'm right, damn it. Yeah, yeah. And then online, isn't your online handle usually something along the lines of the great skeptic? <laughs> 
or David the Skeptic, <laughs> or Enlightened Skeptic. I think that's the one, isn't it? On my Reddit, yeah. Yeah, Enlightened Skeptic. Enlightened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on my YouTube channel. I don't have anything on there, but I do comment a lot on other people's stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to give it a one. It's just, it doesn't taste good. I mean, I kind of enjoyed the novelty of them being around, yeah. but that's not about taste. So taste-wise, they're bad. That wasn't nice. It tastes like envelope glue. Yeah. Wow. Bad start, Mr. Barnum. Pretty bad. Okay, so one and a two in the first round for the Animal Cracker. It's a devastating first round for it, I'd say. Yeah. It's going to have to do a hell of a lot of work. It's going to have to put on one hell of a performance. All these animals, <laughs> they better be balancing on balls. They better be dancing. <laughs> They better be doing various tricks, jumping through flaming hoops. They're gonna have singing, to... like whatever it is that they do. Yeah, fighting other animals, fighting other animals, fighting people, yeah. but with the odds stacked massively against them. And talking of stacked, if the animals could also stack up on top of each other, like yeah, the elephants maybe like one yeah, on top of yeah, each other, forming like pyramids and things. Yeah, possibly putting a bear in a tiny car. Um, oh yeah, taking great. away its dignity. I love that. Yeah, yeah. its majesty. <laughs> Um, so yeah that's the, these are the kind of things you have to do to claw it back because it's not gone well yeah we're very good at seeing the majesty and the wonder of nature and just sort of like turning it into this kind of like um, joke yeah you talking about us personally or we like the collective human we well when I talk about us I always mean the collective we right because we are representative we sort of are like representative of, of yeah, humanity yeah. in a way do you mean like we're so bland we could pass for anyone I think that is what I mean right yes. okay yeah <laughs> but you know what if that's not what I mean write in and let us know that is, yeah <laughs> If we don't represent you, let us know. Yeah. I don't think we've got any letters on we're that one, but hey, here, we'll but, you know, leave it open. But like, who better to represent humanity than those who are forced to live outside of it? <laughs> it's more of a reflection on humanity. Oh, okay. I think no, that's right, what the yeah, show's yeah. about. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. We're kind of holding up a mirror to humanity or something. Yeah. Yeah. So texture now. Dry texture, I'll say, first of all, and this is not just because of my advanced years, it's a pretty fucking hard cracker to buy. <laughs> I was just going to say that was in the pro column for me. Because I'm, I'm a younger man, a slightly more mm. sprightly man. Oh, than God, you. that flavor is disgusting. Mm. Got another fucking monkey as well. What? How do you keep getting the monkeys? They just get all the monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> I have to exert quite a lot of force with my front teeth to bite through this cracker. Yeah. It always becomes exciting. Like, what's going to go first, the cracker or my teeth? <laughs> But, um, I think that's a good thing. I like the I like the crunch on these bad boys. Yeah, you know, it's kind of a novelty. It's probably the most formidable biscuit that I've come across yet in terms of biting through it. Maybe some like the chocolate Leibniz, where it's got that more sort of savory cracker mm. texture. Mm. But the difference was the chocolate Leibniz was fucking delicious, <laughs> and you put you put I put in all the effort to bite through these, and I'll be feeling this for days to come now <laughs> on my gums, and then there's no reward. No, it is. An atrocity. But like, for me, the crunchiness almost makes up for the taste. You kind of forget about the taste a little bit and just focus on the texture. <laughs> Sorry, I think I have a tiger here and it just looks like the most beaten, damn, worn out <laughs> animal I've ever seen. Oh no. It's like his head, he's practically dragging his chin across the floor. You can see its rib cage. <laughs> <laughs> it's been like half starved to death. Why do Americans Amazing. like this so much? What is know. wrong with that country? <laughs> Well, after I've done my 10,000 word long reads <laughs> on how I found the soul of America on my trip to Disney World, um, I'm going to do a 5,000 word long read mm -hmm. on how animal crackers represent how the American dream has turned into a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, then let's, let's, I'm, let's go for a dunk. I'm going to dunk this sad tiger in some tea. <laughs> Put it out of its misery. It's going in head first. Oh, I've got a lion. Oh, yeah? How's he's it looking? A, he's a chunky boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, the, in those tiny cages, they can't really I walk can around see- much. <laughs> <laughs> Just being fed, like, you know, old hot dogs which have fallen on the floor in a little two meter by two meter cage. Mm. I'd say it's a little bit better. The tea seems to be bringing out a bit more of the sweetness. And uh, also, I'm not worried about my front teeth shattering when I <laughs> when I bite through it. I don't know what this one is. There, there, there are no identifiable parts on this. I can't pick out a leg. There's no head. There's no arms. Or any Dave, you're just looking in a mirror. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. Good band. Very good. It's great fun. <laughs> <laughs> it holds its shape. Still getting that flavor. Oh, yeah, baby. No, there's no way to uh, improve that. I don't think they're made to be dunked either. They're far too small. Yeah, 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 I agree. Um, okay, you ready to score it? I'm going to go over the two again. Mm-hmm. Parts of it were improved and parts of it were worse. <laughs> and so it kind of just ended up being kind of the same. <laughs> okay. Story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it a tiny upgrade to a 1.5. Okay. The tea masks some of the... that delicious glue taste mm-hmm. and i was less worried about my teeth breaking this is one of those biscuits where it's coming from a really low baseline yeah, yeah. you know just do, just doing the bare minimum it's it's almost like i've got some kind of stockholm syndrome or something like it showed me the tiniest bit of kindness and i've just jumped all over it and given it an extra half mark this is a bad bad biscuit yeah this is a tough one dave we've had a few tough ones in the past but uh, yeah this is really taking it to us i gotta say i think you're handling it really well thank you i think like after the controversy around the viscount which i think i handled well mm-hmm. um i think that uh yeah kind of on top of this i think part of it is you know we've been doing this for a really long time now it's i mean it's, it feels like about seven years yeah something like that yeah and i think we've hardened up a bit when we started out we were kind of like you know young novices mm. um obviously we still had you know we knew in theory more than probably anyone else about biscuits but we hadn't been there yeah. in the trenches like experiencing biscuits mm. properly but now We've reviewed 18 biscuits Mm. so far. I'd say that's probably more than anyone in the history of humanity. I'd say so. I don't think anyone's even tasted 18 biscuits in their lifetime. And why would you? There's no no call for it. Yeah. You know, we've we've put ourselves through that for the important work that we're doing. Mm -hmm. And I I think like, you know, we've we've toughened up a bit over the course of this series. Yeah. And I think like if we'd had these early on, we would have crumbled like a cracker, maybe. We would have crumbled like a cracker. But now we're holding our own. We're all right. We're fine. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah, you know, I've got a few bruises, a few wounds, some self-inflicted, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but but you, uh, I, I wear those as a badge of honor. You David. wear those scars with pride. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a little bit of kind of post biscuit review trauma which we kind of bring into our day-to-day world that I know that my friends and your friends and certainly our families and love interests. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been difficult for them. Well, it's been difficult. I wouldn't say that. I think they respect it, though, you know. I Just the other day, I was walking down the street and yeah. uh, this little old lady with, I guess, her grandson and granddaughter came up to me and she just said, thank you for your service. 
and the grandson and granddaughter said, "Why are you why are you thanking this this man for his service? Is he is he been in a war?" And she looked at them and said, "One day you'll understand." Yeah, and that's kind of it's moments like that that they don't make it worth it as such, but it's nice to get recognized for yeah. the sacrifices you've made. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was, it was worth it. It was kind of an inconvenience because I was on my way to work and yeah, it, I just missed my bus. Way. That is annoying. Yeah. We have not been big fans of the biscuit so far. It's garbage biscuit for garbage people. Exactly. So let's see uh, which garbage people like it online there. Okay, then. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is a, an American biscuit. So I've just gone to American websites um, because they know everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so first up, not Amazon, Walmart. Oh, okay. Very Walmart. American. That's like an American thing. Yeah. Is that so, like a store they have over there? I believe there's a couple around, yeah. yeah. It's like a little mom and pop store. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, if my if my research is correct, which you can rest assured that it is. Yeah. Um, so first up, five stars. Mm. Kids must have. <laughs> <laughs> my kids love these cookies. I will not come home without them. Oh, my God. <laughs> Took a dark turn. Yeah, no, it's kind of... Uh, what would you do for these cookies then? Uh, <laughs> what kind of relationship do you have with your children? <laughs> well, clearly, the, the clearly Walmart lover username <laughs> loves like... their children and will do anything to get them their favorite cookies. Mummy, you're gonna get some animal crap. Well, we'll see. Don't come home without them. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly, yeah. Um, so next one, another five stars. What is wrong with? Yeah, highly recommended. Mm. This comes from Redheaded Dean. Uh, Redheaded Dean says, Great snack for kids and they won't stain their clothes. Sorry, what? Great snack for kids and they won't stain their clothes. Okay. Okay, I understand small kids, you feed them like ice cream or something, they're going to get stains, but is it really, is that kind of your You ain't getting stains from biscuits, my friend. Yeah, exactly. There's other biscuits on the market which are far superior, which won't stain their clothes. Or, even better idea, train your fucking children. <laughs> that is what they say. Yeah. You've got to train your children young. <laughs> How else are they going to grow up to be circus animals? If you don't train exactly. Them when young? Okay, so next up, uh, a one star. Uh, here we go. Who's this from? This is from D. Lee. This is not the old cookie. These cookies taste completely different than the original ones. I was surprised. Oh, fuck off, Dealey. For a second there, I thought this yeah. person was on our side, but no, it's just this another is fucking... fucking nostalgia trap, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. The taste is not good at all. I will never buy them again. So that's just like <laughs> a chapter of Dee's life just closed off. I had these, I loved them. I went back and they hit me once and it's over. Yeah. Walk out the door. Don't look around now because you're not wanted anymore. Okay. Weren't you the one who told me... I forgot the rest of the words. That's a shame because we've got to get like three minutes out of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now I'm going to move on to uh, Old Faithful, Amazon USA. And the animal crackers, you know, like on the Amazon pages, people like, there's like a little Q&A where people can leave questions. Yeah, yeah. And... Of course, I'm always on there. Oh, yeah, of course. You're um, enlightened skeptic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, this is a, these, these are the kind of answers to Amazon questions I like the best. Uh, question are they kosher answer unsure <laughs> <laughs> well thanks big frog thanks for letting us yeah. know <laughs> <laughs> thank you for contributing your voice to this conversation <laughs> we've all in a lot today <laughs> okay so to the reviews uh, first off we've got a four star an old friend and this is from Keith B I've been eating Barnum's animals for going on 50 years Nothing has changed in all that time. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
I've been around 50 years and nothing's changed. <laughs> nothing of significance has happened during that time. Basically exactly as it was in 1967. <laughs> By the way, I don't go out very much or read the news or, or anything. Um, nothing has changed at all in that time, except, of course, well, fucking hell, Dean, you're on the internet for a kickoff. But anyway, <laughs> they're a little bland, but bring back memories out of my childhood. Great when you have a sour stomach or want a light, quick snack. If you've got a sour stomach, don't eat cookies. Yeah. Okay, uh, next, another four-starer. Good old animal crackers. Uh, Who's this from? This is from E. Irving. Uh, these are an old favorite of mine and my children, too. They were delicious and remain delicious. Maybe a little expensive, but sometimes you have to do what you got to do. Let's put that in inverted <laughs> commas. <laughs> We always enjoyed biting the heads off first. I guess that makes us weird, but that's what we like to do. Animal crackers are a must. I'm getting creepy vibes off of you, you know. I think it was the whole have to do what you got to do thing. <laughs> yeah. That was kind of like a threat. There was definitely a lot more going on there. And then the whole thing like, you know, we're kind of weird, but hey, that's just us. <laughs> I can see E. Irving at the end of the film being taken away by, like, 20 police mm -hmm. as he hands an animal cracker to his estranged son. Okay. <laughs> That's how I see Ethan anyway. <laughs> um, so next up, uh, three-star, getting worse. Love the crackers, but they don't ship well. I'll stick to buying them in a local store where I can feel for crackedness before I buy. What? First of all, crackedness is not a word. Don't, don't feel for crackedness. You're just going to waste boxes and boxes <laughs> of crackers where you're just, like, crushing them, being like, oh, are these crunchy? <laughs> What on earth are they talking about? You can't feel through the cardboard box what the texture is. Yeah. And also, what? It, like, of course, they're just going to all be the same. Yeah. Okay, next up. <laughs> three, three stars. Review title. End of a tradition. Oh, my God. Yeah. When I was a child, these are my favorite thing to get after a shopping trip. As a mom, I continue the habit. Now, as a grandmother, I look forward to continuing the tradition. However... None of my grandchildren were impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Sunrise, sunset. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. I like that. And that's a great review. It takes you on a journey. You got backstory. It's kind of building you up. And then yeah. it's got the bam. It's got the reveal at the end. It's a good twist. Yeah, that's better than usual suspects. <laughs> Okay. How sad. End of a tradition. Well, maybe don't have such fucking shit traditions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get some better traditions, Grandma. <laughs> yeah, yeah. just because a, a tradition doesn't mean it should remain a yeah. tradition. Okay, uh, and to finish off, one star. Yeah. If sadness was a flavor, this is what it would taste like. <laughs> yes, finally, we found some oh, sanity man. in this sea of craziness. That should be the slogan of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so this one, Carla. The product used to be amazingly delicious. Whoever changed the recipe should be drawn and quartered for ruining my childhood memories of kids from 1902 to 2012. Seems a little wow. extreme. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that is strong. The recent purchase of the grocery store and the disappointed look on my face, as well as my 22-year-old son. <laughs> <laughs> when we bit into them, in his words, this is exactly what sadness tastes like. 
<laughs> really paints a picture, doesn't it? It really does. And um, you know, it, it invokes high emotions. The fact that a 22-year-old man would get that sad over an animal cracker. I mean, <laughs> we wouldn't, obviously. <laughs> obviously we don't get <laughs> Like, having strong feelings about fucking biscuits is absurd. No, no. We have logical we feelings. Have, we have logical feelings. And sometimes it's logical to be incredibly angry because exactly. something's very bad. Exactly. But it's totally objective anger. Thank you, enlightened skeptic. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Enlightened Skeptic 69. Enlightened Skeptic was taken. <laughs> <sighs> okay, then. So the Animal Crackers, wow. They feel like taking a beating. They, I've, I'm not sure what's more abused, the crackers <laughs> or the, oh, the animals, animals in these circuses around the world. <laughs> I think maybe the crackers. Yeah, um, but I don't but, feel I don't feel any remorse. I, this is nothing less than they deserve. Yeah, I mean the di- the big difference is right. Animals haven't sinned, and therefore, <laughs> and therefore, you know, they remain pure and innocent. And yeah. so any except for the monkey, except for the monkey, <laughs> it's therefore any humiliation or aggression on them from us mm-hmm. is totally unjustified. Right? Yeah, because the animal hasn't done anything wrong. No, it's just acted within its nature. Yeah, these biscuits are they have sinned. These are sinful biscuits, I think. <laughs> and they deserve to be punished. Um, I, I agree. Kind of like on the biscuitness, it's one of those ones where this is clearly a nostalgia biscuit for a lot of people. This is a bit like the For a lot cool, of Americans. For a lot of Americans. Yeah, yeah. What are you saying they're not people? I didn't say that. You said that. <laughs> <laughs> I just made a distinction. Um, so I feel like perhaps the analogous biscuit for us is possibly the pink wafer. Okay. It's not a big it's right. not a very good biscuit, but you know, I have nostal I had nostalgic feelings yeah, for it yeah, yeah. and I kind of gave it a bit of a break in the end. This one, however, I have no nostalgia for, <laughs> and I will continue yeah. to lambast. I guess it's easier to be sort of more critical of this one because you can view it as the other. Exactly, yeah. And if there's anything we know, it's that when you're dealing with another, where it's something from another culture, it's much easier to be critical and also much more fun as well. You feel so superior because yeah. you don't have to have your ideas challenged you can just you know wallow in your ignorance you don't have to kind of take a look back on yourself like you yeah have to do with the pink wafer where it's like you know this is as much on me as mm. it is on the pink wafer in a way yeah my biscuit history is the correct mm. experience to have had up to this point yeah and so whatever opinion i give on this is 100 percent accurate and mm-hmm. justified and any experiences anyone else has had from america where they feel nostalgic for this biscuit and they think i'm missing something you're wrong. Yeah. It's an other biscuit. It is not my biscuit and it is bad. It is bad. It is very bad. It's a bad it's biscuit. It's a bad biscuit. It is a bad biscuit. Like, objectively, I think. It's a bad biscuit. It's just like, why? <sighs> Go another lion. Go another chunky, chunky boy lion. Okay. Oh, all right. I'll have, I'll have one for the road. Um, I have a, oh, I have a polar bear, I think, with a very deformed head. Possibly because he has that mental trauma and butts his head against the, the bars in his cage every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's kind of a novelty having biscuits which are in different shapes. But the way they printed them, they just all looks cruel. Yeah, it's so, <laughs> it's so strange. Like, why not have animal crackers where the animals are, like, happy and free in yeah. the jungle? I mean... Why do the animals have to be in a circus? Yeah. I mean, they were happy to get rid of the red string from the box. You know what? Change and stick them in on the on the plains of Africa, you know? Yeah. So take them out of the circus, set them free. Because they're not doing any... They're not like... The actual biscuits themselves are just animals. It's not like animals juggling or anything. It's no. It's just animals. Exactly. So, so the only thing that like ties them to the circus is the Barnum's thing. Yeah. And the artwork on the box. Yeah. Maybe just have like happy animals having a good time you can have barnum's animals in africa he wasn't even involved with it yeah you know <laughs> yeah 
It's not like he he made these biscuits. And he had dis- disgrace in his memory. No, he, he, he exploited did. his memory in the first place. Yeah, which I think he would have approved of. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm not, I wasn't like anti-exploiting his memory. Um, you know, don't misread me here. But like from a business, you know, they're they're kids crackers. They're not made for dunking. No, you're like if you dunk these in hot tea, then you put your fingertips in real jeopardy. Yeah, you might burn them. Yeah. very slightly, and they don't have. They don't have tea over there anyway, do they? Well, they did have it one time, and they threw it in the fucking sea. But that's in fine. Like, we don't, like, you know, they don't ancient, deserve it to have his- it back. Do you know what ancient history? Exactly. Oh, yeah. I'm not bitter about I'm it. I'm not bitter about it. I'm not bitter. I'm just saying, like, all they have to do is apologize. What they got to do is they just go, hey, hey, sorry about the tea. But yeah, we're not bitter about that, and no. that that in no way has informed yeah this review. I I am bitter, however, about these biscuits, and I do feel like this is a personal attack by the entire country of America on me, on us, on this show. Wait a minute. Do you think they know that these are shit? Do you think people in America even eat these biscuits? Or do you think it more likely Mm. that all of those reviews and Mm -hmm. all of the people that have like tweeted saying that animal crackers are great and whatever Mm -hmm. has, they're all part of this American conspiracy to Mm. make us eat their shit biscuits. Wait a minute, when you take the first letter of every reviewer's name... It spells out yes with the, the Illuminati. God oh, damn it! It's the Every Illuminati. time, ah. I hate those guys. Ah. It's just like one step ahead of us. Like every, like every time we think we've got a handle on it, it's the fucking Illuminati. Constantly keeping us off the top of the iTunes charts. Yeah. Constantly yeah. stopping us making money. How did you ah. get the idea to review these? Animal crackers in the first place. Well, I was hanging about in a car park because mm. I often do on a Saturday evening, and <laughs> yeah. a guy in a trench coat came up to me, um, smoking a cigarette, yeah. and out of the shadow, he was in the shadow, I couldn't see his face, and he said, Face. Dave, try the animal crackers. And then he went. I'm thinking maybe he was tricked into buying those animal crackers by the Illuminati. Yeah, that's probably, yeah. I yeah. mean, he seemed like a pretty straight shooter to me. That's the thing, it's the innocent victims in this war against the Illuminati. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes we're the only people who are, like, fighting the good fight, you know? Yeah. And I think, like, this is a bit of a, I guess, a call to arms to all our listeners. Because it's time to it's time to rise up. Because yeah. they haven't really been doing much over the course of the show mm. up to this point. Okay, they've sent us a few letters or whatever. Yeah, Big yeah. deal. They haven't really got involved. No. We tried to sort of bring them into the fold in the last episode with yeah. the hashtag empty bliss lifestyle. Yeah. And they've been kind of resistant to it, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty disappointing considering what we're offering that there were no deposits of £10,000 in the account after last week. But I think after this, I'm finding this out, they can still get on board with the empty bliss movement mm-hmm. and help us to help each other by donating £10 yeah. and then getting people to do- give you £10,000. And also to fight the Illuminati. Because that's that's the other part of the empty. That's the thing that that I feel like we haven't communicated effectively to our listeners. No, I think they haven't listened effectively. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. They haven't listened effectively to what we're trying to communicate to them, which is, Mm. yes, a big part of the hashtag empty bliss lifestyle is how to live your life in the best possible way. But another element of that is also um, we're building an army to fight the Illuminati and we want you all on board. Yeah, so first, and the first blow to be struck in that war is this review of Barnum's inverted commas mm-hmm. animal crackers because biscuitness I'm giving it a zero yeah you see I give it a zero as well okay yeah. I know well, we said we'd never do that but guess what kid gloves are off yeah exactly you thought I was joking on the show <laughs> oh boy you know I'm serious now consider this a message Illuminati if you're listening and we know mm. you are we're coming for you that's right enlightened skeptic 69 have to do what you got to do Thank you.
You've been listening to the International Worldwide Global Biscuit Review Podcast. If you like the show, please take a minute to leave a review on iTunes and spread the word online. And check our other shows, Mars Corp, The Infinite Bad, and The Bunker. You can also head on over to patreon.com forward slash human for the International Worldwide Global Biscuit Review Podcast bite size to find out what our highs and lows of this week have been. I'm David Price, he's David Knight, and you can join us again next week when we'll be reviewing Buy Cants. And remember, hope is dead. Have a great week. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.